RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to In the Trenches. This is Ian Beckles. Hopefully, everybody's having a wonderful week out there. We're trying to get bigger and better with the podcast and the webcast. I'm hanging out here at Aerial 52 TV in the Gulf View Center. Uh, so you're checking my new digs out. We look good. Buccaneer, old Buccaneer helmet out here. So uh, it's about what I say, but it's good to look good as well. It's very important. So one love goes out to Area 52 TV and obviously Radio Influence as well. Um, I want to give some well wishes out to Bruce Arians, who I heard him on an interview with uh, Ira Kaufman this week, and he was talking about he was having some heart issues. And we all, The way Bruce Arians kind of bowed out as a head coach it's always going to seem kind of questionable. We're never going to really know why it happened. Uh, a little bit has to do with his friendship, obviously, for Todd Bowles. I think a little bit had to do with his health as well. And, you know, it was good to hear from him some of the things he was going through. And it would explain some things. And uh, I'm just saying, well, wishes go out to Bruce Arians. I got the utmost respect for him. Uh, he's going to be one of two coaches who brought a Super Bowl here to Tampa Bay. And I have the utmost respect for Bruce Arians. So big ups to Bruce Arians. I hope he's feeling better about himself for sure. Now, in that same uh, interview with uh, Ira Kaufman, Bruce Arians also came out and was talking about uh, the struggles of Tom Brady earlier this season. And, you know, on, in the trenches, I've been every week I talk about the, uh, the previous game. And if you hear what I say about Tom Brady, Tom Brady hadn't been playing well. It, when you say somebody wasn't playing, it doesn't mean you're not a fan of theirs. It doesn't mean you're not a fan of the Bucks. It doesn't mean I'm not a Tom Brady fan. But you have to evaluate his play. If you love a player so much that you can't look at them with an objective eye, then you're not a sports fan, okay? He was soaring balls. He didn't look comfortable out there, period. Now, you mess around and go, you go to Germany, and I, I just want all the Buccaneer fans to know this. One game does not make a trend. Okay, so you ran the ball well in Germany. You're not a good running team. We did some other things well in Germany. Just because you did well in Germany, that doesn't mean that's what you are. The Buccaneers before last week were on pace to be like one of the all-time worst running teams in the history of the game. So are we a good running team? No, we're not. It takes more than one week to get that done, all right? But I love what I saw in Germany, and I'm hoping that Germany is something that catapults this Buccaneer team, you know, to back to greatness. And if Byron Leftwich didn't figure out a way to score some points and figure out a way of some kind of a semblance of a rushing game in Germany, I might be talking about Byron Leftwich on the way out right now. So I think that had a little bit to do with Bruce Arians and his talk with Ira Kaufman, and I have nothing but love uh, for Bruce Arians. Now, the Germany, that Germany... Um, field trip, so to speak, sometimes things like that bring you together, you know, as a group. I'm going to say it's a field trip because, you know, as a group, you probably spend more time with your teammates than you probably normally would. You didn't go home. You're in Germany. You're in hotel rooms all the time. Those are bonding situations. And let's hope the way the Buccaneers played, that this catapults them going forward for the rest of the season. Just like in their Super Bowl year a couple of years ago, Right after the bye week, things started to click and things started to make sense. And all of a sudden, it looked like what we wanted it to look like. Last week in Germany, had a semblance of what we'd like it to look like. 
But that's not what we are yet. You got to do that a few weeks in a row for that to be what you are, okay? And football is about expecting to win, all right? It, it's not about your record, you know, because you could – let me take the Buffalo Bills for an example. The Buffalo Bills knew they were going to win three weeks ago. Oh, we're going to win. Do they, do they expect to win this week? I don't know. The Detroit Lions have won two games in a, in a row. They may expect to win this week. What the Buccaneers did in Germany, now they're going to roll up on the field in a couple weeks expecting to win. That's all you have to do in your seasons. Get to a point where you have the confidence that collectively as a group, you get on the football field and expect to win. And I think that's where the Buccaneers are right now. I hope. I hope. Because this season to this point, I think that one pretty game in Germany has undone a lot of things for a lot of Buck fans, but it hasn't completely undone it for me. Unfortunately, there's still a lot of things we haven't done all that well this year. Now, football, fortunately or unfortunately, is played on the field and off the field. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to see your boy AB on Instagram and all these different social media platforms, follow me. I'm an Instagram guy, Ian underscore Beckles, please. Uh, AB came out on, the, uh, on his platforms and let people know, or he showed a tweet that Tom had sent him I believe it was in 2021, I believe. And the, the irony of the whole thing is, I'm not quite sure what AB was trying to get to, to, to prove. In the, in, in the tweet, or it was actually a note, a personal note that Tom sent AB. It literally was saying, smarten up. You're messing up. You're going in the wrong direction. Okay, we, we love you. But you have to smarten up. You have to comply to the rules. That's literally what it said. And A.B. was all about, like, I'm a, you're against me and blah, blah, blah. <sighs> Mental illness is a son of a gun. It is. It, ha it has to be. Because I get A.B., the only, the only person of reason around him might be Kanye West. Good luck with that. So all this A.B. stuff is not going to affect Tom Brady. I know that, okay? And A.B. is just one of those guys that's, he's, he's omnipresent. I, I did an American teaching this week, and I had A.B.'s son in, my, in the class when I was teaching. I don't know how the hell that could possibly happen, but the odds of that, but that actually, that actually happened. And what I love about the pundits and the, the Buccaneer fans and all the experts out there is they like to put a timeline on athletes and their personal lives. Uh, I've heard this in the sports radio with all the people talking about, well, Tom Brady finally got the divorce behind him. He's fine. Now he can finally concentrate. Any I went for divorce last year, by the way. Does anybody think divorce, when you hear it, is real time? So you think that Tom is going through a tough time now as opposed to a year ago or two years ago? Divorces don't happen in a month, people. It's an accumulation of things. And I guarantee Tom has been going through this for years. I, I guarantee it. So for to people think, to think that Tom all of a sudden took this big stride because they finalized his divorce, I, I, I'm not doing that, people. I'm, 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 not going to the, I'm not going to that end, okay? And to me, all I care about is the future of my Buccaneers. That's it. Tom Brady, I don't even know if Tom Brady's part of the future of my Buccaneers. I don't know that. And I said this the other day, you got to watch out for you know, Jason Light. The decisions he makes from now on going forward, you got because Jason Light is going to be here next year. Okay? Todd Bowles is going to be here next year. 
Tom Brady may not. So you have to watch out when you're making decisions solely for this year because I'm not sure we're built to win a championship. I'm just not sure. I know Tom Brady doesn't want to hear that shit, and I wouldn't want to hear it either. But as a fan, you got to watch out when you, you know, mortgage the future for nothing. And you mortgage the future, you don't win a championship, you end up with nothing. So the Buccaneers have to watch in the next little while the decisions that they make going forward and how it affects their future, okay? Because the one thing I do know, uh, Tom Brady's not part of this future. Would anybody bet their house that Tom Brady's going to be the quarterback next year? I wouldn't. I, I would be shocked if Tom Brady was back here next year. I, I really would. So where we are right now as Buccaneer fans, we, it's weird because it has not been a good season, but we're still in the driver's seat in, in an odd, crazy way. Devin White got abused last few weeks. Justifiably so. I was one of the people that got on him. And let me say this to everybody. When you go into locker rooms, NFL locker rooms, the mentality is no excuses, no alibis. That's in every NFL locker room. So if for some reason, something in your personal life is, is allowing you or hindering you from being a good football player, it's up to you to get your ass off the field. But when you go back on that football field and you put in a couple plays like we saw Devin White do a couple weeks ago, you can't undo it. And there's nothing you can say to undo it. Now, did he go through a catastrophe? 100%. His father passed. That's a catastrophe. But it's not an excuse. Okay? How many times are we going to applaud players for fighting their way through things? I'm not calling him weak because I'm good for you to go out there and play. But you have to know yourself because you can't let down your teammates. You can't. And then in any situation, regardless, you can't let, go, let down your teammates. And listen, I'm the first person, like last week, I'm like, you guys are talking like Devin White should be benched. Hell no. Let's go figure out what the issue is. And the issue was, is off the field, issue with his family. Done. Settled. Devin White, we're only halfway through the football season. Devin White was Defensive Player of the Month in September. And he won Defensive Player of the Week last week. There was only three weeks in the middle of that. Is he a great football player? 100%. And some of the things that Devin White was saying, we should have listened to him. My teammates know what the deal is. If there, if there was really an issue, you would hear it from his teammates. And you never heard it from his teammates. You never heard it from his coaches. So one love goes to Devin White. I know I had Warren Sapp on here talking about removing C's, and hey, that's it. That's fine, because you know what? He wore a C. I ain't wear it. So if anybody is justified saying he should remove the C, it's Warren Sapp, not me. I may not agree with it, but Devin White's one of our better football players. No doubt about that. He's a baller. And when, he's, when his mind's right, he's a fantastic football player. And it looks like a great leader as well. For what I hear from others, a good person off the field, which is obviously important for everybody as well. It's important for me. Other big news, Dominican Sue signs with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I play for the Bucks and the Eagles, uh, as you see my allegiance with the Buccaneers. Uh, it's a bad place when teams that are great are going out there to get greater. And I don't know what our situation is salary cap-wise. I don't know if we tried to get Dominican Sue back in here. 
Remember I told you one game doesn't make a trend? Listening to sports radio this week, everybody thinks we're okay at defensive tackle because Akeem Hicks has played two games straight. Well, congratulations. Where were you the previous six games? I know where Dominican Sue would have been. He would have been in the game. So do the Bucks, should the Bucks went after Dominican Sue? I don't believe so. You better hope you don't run into him in Philadelphia in playoffs. I wouldn't want to do that. And it's scary, like Philadelphia went and picked up, uh, was it Lenville White, I believe it was, and Lenville Joseph, and they also went and picked up uh, uh, Sue as well. And the Eagles are the best team in football. So we'll see how that all turns out. But the Eagles are strong. The Eagles are strong. And the Buccaneers may end up messing up. No, they're going to end up. Buccaneers, Buccaneers are probably going to get a home playoff game. May end, up, may end up being as the Eagles. Probably the Giants or something like that. I like, their, I like their chances right now. At home, in the playoffs, that defense, Tom Brady, it could be definitely worse. Now, some other NFL news out there. For those of you who, I'm from the great white north of Canada. Somebody asked me the other day, have I ever played a lot of cold games? I don't know if anybody in the history of football played more cold games than me because grew up there since seven. Then I played the NFL until I was 32 years old, so there was a whole lot of cold playing going on. From what I hear, in Buffalo this week, there's going to be three to six feet of snow. And I was listening to uh, Pat and Aaron this morning on, on sports radio talking about, is it fun to play in the snow? Uh, it's fun to play in the snow when it's your choice. When it's not your choice, it's not that much fun. You know, it, perfect weather is 40 degrees. My rookie year in Chicago, I think it was minus something, minus 10, something like that. That's not fun. Now, do I like the cold? Yes, because being from Montreal, Canada, all those guys across the ball that are from Florida, they definitely hate it. And I grew up playing football at skating rinks and in the snow. So God bless. But you're a football fan. I know you love watching those snow games. I know you do because I love watching them as well. I could feel for the guys on the field, but I'm telling you, those snow games, can be, they, can, they can be extra special for sure. Another one of the things everybody was talking about in sports radio this week was, and last week, was just Saturday getting the job with the Colts. I said for many years, head coaching can be overrated and underrated. It's about the coordinators. And for everybody to be so up in arms that just Saturday got a job that his best friend billionaire gave him, it's not up to you. Who gives a shit what you think? We have a billionaire who has an entity who's going to give it to somebody to try to improve. It ain't got nothing to do with you. But what about the other people? It's not your business. I have a business partner. It was up to me who I picked. I don't care if you like who it is or not. I really don't. So Jeff Saturday, does he have the credentials? Hell, I think yeah, he's got the credentials. If, if, if the Glazers came to me tomorrow, and said, Ian, we want to give you the Buccaneers for the rest of the year. I would do it. I would do it. I don't know if I'd be successful. Um, I, don't, I haven't thrived to be a head coach. I know football. I know what it looks like. To be a great head coach, you have to understand the game of football. And Jeff Saturday knows that. And then you have to know how to lead men. And I, from what I hear from in the locker room, there was no better leader than Jeff Saturday throughout the years. So I applaud Jeff Saturday. He won one game again. Everybody's going to make it to like he, you know, he won the Super Bowl. He might lose all the rest of the games the rest of the season. We don't know.
But I got to applaud my brother, uh, former offensive lineman Jeff Saturday, for going out there and taking care of his business. And uh, he's going to lean on his offensive and defensive coordinators. And it all comes down to um, the play on the field, and, and, we, and we all know that. Our Buccaneers had the, the week off, so hopefully everybody relaxes himself a little bit. I'm going to take that time to flip around and watch some other football, and I'm, I'm not... I have no shortage of football in my life. Um, we have a couple. We have a week off, and then they're going to mess around and be playing against the Browns October 27th. Um, once again, that one game doesn't make a trend, and we have to figure out a way to run against the Cleveland Browns because they know what the Cleveland Browns are going to do. They're going to run the football. That is for sure. And see, all season long, we played well enough defensively to win, and last week we played well, well enough offensively, which was probably our, our, our best complete game last week we need some more complete games and that's the way sports are you mess around and play a complete game against the cleveland browns and look good and all of a sudden everybody's looking around in the locker room and they're like we're pretty freaking good it don't take that much and here's the other end of the spectrum get beat down by cleveland and all of a sudden you are what you were and that was what was two weeks ago and that's a team that doesn't run the ball that well and makes bonehead mistakes on defense we didn't see that last week Let's hope we don't see that another two weeks from now. If anybody ever wants to hit me up, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. If you want to email, email me, uh, you can hit me up on uh, social media as well. I'm mostly Instagram, Ian underscore Beckles. Although I also do uh, Facebook and Twitter, kind of. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm kind of present on um, TikTok a little bit. On Ian, Ian Beckles' show, there's going to be a lot more going on there, there as well. And YouTube as well. Ian Beckles is everywhere. But I appreciate you guys and gals tuning in every single week. And uh, there's going to be more of this, so hope you enjoy it. Everybody have a wonderful week. Get out there and please be chill and relax yourself. Peace out, everybody. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.